More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, solving for X. Searching for solutions to a problem in your life or relationships? Let us help you find the grace-filled answers you're looking for. 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, Solving for X. I kind of hate that uh, that title of the show because I was not a math <laughs> Uh, I was not a friend of math, or math was not a friend to me, but I, I overcame that. And today, we're actually, what we're looking for here, uh, basically, is just those challenges that we face when we're trying to solve a problem in our life or relationships. And even though problems can be very different, um, they all have one thing in common. They make us feel stuck and, and confused and, you know, sort of tempted to throw up our hands and just say, oh, I can't even. Anxiety ridden, <laughs> depressed sometimes so we don't feel like we can move through the problem because we feel like they're, it's bigger than us or it's a wall in front of us. What it does is take away our sense of peace, well-being, and efficacy. Which stops us from being able to find solutions. And so what we want to do is help you get over that feeling of stuckness or powerlessness or confusion um, so that you can discover the grace-filled answers you're looking for. So if you are facing a challenge in your life or relationships, let us help you get over that hump and begin to discover the next steps toward the solutions you're seeking. Again, the number 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. If you're tuning in to the More to Life podcast, which I hope that you do, especially if you can't catch the live show, you can still get your questions to us via email. The email address is questions at more2liferadio.com. That's with the number two questions at more2liferadio.com. Well, even if you're listening live, remember, if you want to re-listen to something, figure out that answer or share it with somebody you know who you think needs to hear it, well, then the podcast is available all the time for you. So if you're listening now, though, give us a call at 877-573-7825. The bliss of that is you get to ask all the questions you need to ask to tailor that answer specifically to you and your situation in real time. So let's do that together today. Let's solve for X, which, you know, Greg, I didn't like math very much either, but I was good at algebra. And a lot of it is moving things out of the way, (laughs) knowing how to clear the way and get that clear, concise answer. 
We can help you figure out how to do that in your particular challenge today. And you know what? Life is filled with challenges, and sometimes it really is hard to know what to do about them. Are you having a hard time resolving a relationship problem? Struggling to get past a disagreement with someone? Overcome by an old hurt? Maybe you're facing a personal challenge you're not sure what to do about. Is there an unpleasant surprise in your life or an unexpected obstacle? Even though all these problems seem different, they do have one thing in common. As you were saying, Greg, they make us feel stuck and confused and unsure about what to do next. So let us help you get unblocked so you can identify the grace-filled answers that you're looking for. 877-573-7825 is the number to call. That's 877-573-7825. Doesn't matter what the challenge is. We want to help you identify the next steps towards solving it. So if, as we're talking, if that person is coming to mind or that situation is popping up in your mind's eye, we want to hear from you today. And especially if you're saying, I don't even want to think about it, because <laughs> not thinking about it, avoiding it is definitely a stress reaction that locks us down and keeps us from experiencing God's grace, keeps us from hearing the promptings of the Holy Spirit blinds us to what God is trying to lead us towards because he loves you. He wants what is best for you. He is there to help lead you through it baby step by baby step if he needs to because he cares about your life so much. So let's get all those blocks out of the way so that you can walk gracefully with God to the solution you're looking for. The number is 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, of course, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. Uh, And if you're not familiar with what that is, um, when St. John Paul was Pope, He gave a series of reflections every Wednesday for the course of about five years. Uh, And what he was talking about there was how we could discover God's plan for living a more abundant life, having healthier, holier relationships by prayerfully reflecting on God's design of creation. Our natural tendency is to allow ourselves to be limited or even defined by the obstacles we see in our path. But the theology of the body reminds us to think of the big picture. In the face of an obstacle, instead of giving up, which we all have a tendency to want to do, the Christian's job is to ask, how does God want me to respond to this? Instead of just assuming that the obstacle represents the natural limits of what can be accomplished, the theology of the body invites us to prayerfully reflect on God, what God wants for us to do to make the best of the situation by allowing him to work through us yeah so the theology of the body reminds us that we live in tension between what saint john paul called historical man and eschatological man (laughs) did he say it right that way (laughs) in polish probably yeah (laughs) so what, what that means is we're caught between what is 
and how God is working to make all things new in Christ. So he called historical man, the, the person we see when we look in the mirror versus what we're destined to become in Christ is eschatological man. I like to say it that way. <laughs> anyway, obviously there are a lot of things that stand between how the world works and how God intends it to work. And that's why we Christians need to learn to understand that obstacles are just op- opportunities for God's power to be revealed as we allow him to work in us and through us and, and with us. And no, we can't accomplish any of this on our own. And sure, there, there might be some goals that we might not be able to accomplish in this lifetime. But having this more eschatological, or, or to put it another way, spiritually solution-focused mindset allows us to imagine possibilities in the face of those obstacles and strive toward them instead of putting limits on God's grace. It allows us to hope for more than what the broken world and our own brokenness can allow us to imagine. And I run into this in our pastoral counseling practice all the time where where people will say, you know, I just feel like I just have to settle. You know, I just feel like, you know, I've talked I've talked to my husband or my wife about this a million times and nothing ever changes, so I just I just think this is probably my cross that I have to bear and I mean, in a sense maybe, but but it's not the right the, the cross isn't settling. The cross is cooperating with God's grace to find a new and better way to address the problem. Same thing is true about personal challenges. You know, I've tried to change this. I've tried to address this in my life. I've tried to overcome that. And I just keep ending up stuck in the same place. And, and, and you know, we end up feeling like, well, I guess I just have to settle. But, but God never calls us to settle. He calls us to, to bring the situation to him and ask us and ask him, excuse me, to teach us how to respond to that situation in a way that will give him glory. Well, let's talk for a minute about bringing the situation to God. Because I, I had a little bit of a, a moment this past Sunday. We, I, my, my daughter and Greg and I were asked to bring up the gifts at Mass. And we were visiting a church that we weren't used to. And the, the things in which the wine and the water and, and the host were, were placed in were very like minimal. You know, nothing, nothing glorious about them. And after, as I was walking back from bringing up the gifts, I just was kind of hit with this idea of like, boy, there was nothing presented well in this particular church when we brought up the gifts. And I thought that was actually really meaningful. It just really hit me. They were very plain. Everything was very plain. And it was, that's our stuff that's us right that's us that's who we are we feel like we're not good enough we feel plain we don't feel worthy to even ask god to help us with things and that was the presentation of these gifts that we brought to god and what does he do with it he creates a miracle the biggest miracle we can think of he 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 turns all of that into his body, blood, soul, and divinity, an invitation for us to carry him, Christ, within us and transform our lives and our eternity through that. Whatever we bring to God, whatever we ask him to help us work through, our problems, our lives, our disappointments, whatever they are, we are opening the door to him transforming us and that situation into something miraculous. And when we don't feel like we can bring him our problems or our questions, when we hold our stuff at the back of the church, if we didn't think that that, those gifts were, 
were good enough. And we just said, oh, well, we'll leave them in the back of the church. We don't want anybody to notice. And didn't bring them to Christ. We couldn't have that transformation into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. We have to bring it all to him, even when we feel unworthy or confused or frightened. Or like the situation is just, you know, either hopeless or confused, whatever it is. We want to bring those things to God and say, Lord, what can you do with this? And then how can you work through us to glorify you, to help us be our best selves and to work for the good of others around us? as we respond to this challenge. So if you are facing something in your life or relationships that you're just not quite sure how to respond to, uh, well, let's talk it out. Let's solve for X, the title of today's show, 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord, and then we'll start taking your calls. In the name, in the name of the Father, Father Son, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ. We bring to you all those challenges we face in our life and our relationships, those, those challenges where we feel a little stuck, a little confused about what, what to do next, those challenges where we feel like we've tried to do lots of different things, maybe all the things we know how to do, but it's not borne a whole lot of fruit. And we ask you to help us know how to respond to those things in ways that will glorify you, in ways that will invite us to be our best selves, in ways that will invite the people and other people involved to be their best selves as well so that in all things even in those situations where we feel frustrated or confused or a little stuck that we will be able to build your kingdom and continue to grow in all the virtues that enable us to experience life as a gift and bear witness to the power of your grace we ask all of this through the intercession of the blessed virgin mary and in the name of the, the father, father the son and the holy, holy spirit, spirit. Amen. amen pope saint john paul the great pray for us Today's show is titled Solving for X as we help you find solutions to those challenging situations in your life or relationships that you're not quite sure how to respond to or what what to do about. Give us a call. Let us help you find those grace-filled answers you're looking for at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Or if you listen to the podcast, Shoot us your questions via email at questions at more2liferadio.com. Let's talk now with Bruce, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Texas on Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Bruce. Welcome to More to Life. How can we help you out today? Good morning. Um, My wife and I chose uh, probably last year, November, when our son, they're going to get married, and uh, they decided they're not going to get married in the Catholic Church, and... Both my Where son. are they getting married, Bruce? Uh, at a venue. Uh, but is, like, is, there, is there some minister involved, or is it just a JP, or what's, what's no. the situation? As far as I understand, there's no minister involved. Okay. All right, so go on. And um, I, the relationship is ground down to our very... It's not... and hasn't got, uh, you know aggressive or anything but it's it's been cut off basically if i text him or try to call there's no answer and he's he's and and specifically the issue here is that he's angry with you for telling him that 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 you're not going to attend his wedding because he's not getting married in the church is that what i'm understanding you to say correct i mean we sent him through 12 years of catholic school and i know he knows what is yeah Well, unfortunately, oh. I mean, I hear that story a lot, but so um, many times. Uh, you know, I, but I, you know, the fact is, as Catholics, we often confuse um, some, the, whether the, that somebody has been sacramentalized or even catechized, but not necessarily evangelized. 
And, you know, Bruce, um, there's a lot of research now. In fact, we just did a study with, with the Center for Applied Research and the Apostolate at Georgetown that talks about how in order for um, sending our kids to Catholic school or youth group or even attending mass regularly or, or you know, any of that to stick, our kids really have to experience a difference in how we're living our family life every day, how they experience God in our homes every day. And if our kids don't feel like their faith is making a, a, a difference in how, in the warmth of our home, in the connection in our home, in the way we live differently than, for example, their non-Christian or non-Catholic friends, families do, then they tend not to own their faith as adults because they don't experience uh, God's love where it matters the most. Because faith isn't just about learning faith facts at Catholic school or doing faith practices at the parish. It's about living a different kind of life and being invited to a different kind of relationship. And, you know, what you're saying here um, is that your son doesn't really understand how faith impacts relationship. That's why he's not inviting God into the relationship that he has with his girlfriend. Uh, and that points to uh, a lack of formation. Now, I'm not saying you did anything wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying you did anything on purpose, but I'm saying that for whatever reason, he didn't connect the dots between how faith is supposed to be lived and invited into his marriage and family life. And I guess I would like you to, to reflect on, you know, how did you live your faith at home? Because we ask that question to a lot of people on the air, and they'll say, well, well we took the kids to Mass every week. Say, well, that's great, but how did you live your faith at home? And then they'll say, well, we, we sent our kids to Catholic school. That's great. I understand you made a lot of sacrifices to do that, but how did you live your faith at home? And then they'll say, well, we sent our kids to youth group. And we'll say, that's awesome, but how did you live your faith at home? And then they say, well, um, we said grace at meals. Say, well, that's, you know what, that's fantastic. But what else did you do? Like, how did you actually, you know, allow the faith to organize the way you loved each other and lived together and, and really, and, and there's just dead silence on the other end of the line. So I, I just really want you to reflect, Bruce, how did you and your wife model to your son that faith was supposed to be part of your marriage and family life and relationships? Because my guess is that, like a lot of other Catholics, you struggled to do that, or weren't sure how to do that, or didn't do that in some way. And he's and he didn't get that formation. So holding him accountable now for formation that he didn't receive then is unjust. So what I'm saying to you is that, that, that he doesn't understand what he's rejecting. So I would like you to pray about what gives you the best opportunity to witness to your son now. You know, if, if not going to his wedding actually calls him into deeper relationship with you and the church because he's saying, oh my gosh, I've offended my parents and I've offended God and I don't want to do that, so I'm going to, I'm going to enter into a deeper relationship. There, there, this is a wake-up call for me. Well, then by all means, don't go to the wedding. But if you feel that prayerfully going to the wedding would allow you to maintain a relationship that would allow you to begin to do that formation that perhaps was lacking because now you and your wife are being invited to really ask God, how is, God, how is the Lord challenging us to be a better husband and wife to each other and create a better and more loving and godly and healthy family life that would allow us to, to witness to our son? Yeah. Then maybe you need to go. I would really like you to pray about that because we think that by drawing those lines, we're inviting our children to have that relationship with God. But if we haven't given them the formation, all that does is drive them further away from us and from the Lord. And that, that prevents us from being able to be used by the Holy Spirit to facilitate conversion in our children. I'd really like you to take a look at our book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Our Adult Sons and Daughters, and pray about what's in that book with your wife as you continue to discern how to approach your son about this. Uh, because I believe that God wants to continue to use you to bring your son into communion with the church, 
but it might require you to take a little different approach than you have. Thanks so much for the call, Bruce. If there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us again. 877-573-7825 is the number to call. We are solving for X today on More to Life, helping you find the solutions to those problems in your life or relationships that you're not quite sure what to do about. You know, maybe you've tried lots of different things and you got stuck. Maybe you don't even know where to start. Whatever the situation is, though, let us help you find grace-filled solutions, those challenges in your life and relationships, and help you get unblocked so you can identify the solutions you're seeking. 877-573-7825. We'll be back in a minute. The Wisdom of Mother Angelica. I want you to have such confidence in the Lord that you'll find such hope and see the beauty of the Lord, the majesty of God. What did our Lord say, huh? If your sins are as scarlet, oh, what? What's going to happen? They shall be made white as snow. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Hello, Steve Ray here. Everything in the Bible and in the Catholic Church starts with the book of Genesis. It reveals to us God's plan for mankind. Yet Genesis can be daunting, especially given the scientific discoveries of the last few centuries. Well, that's where I come in with my new book, Genesis, a Bible study guide and commentary. Discover a thoroughly Catholic approach to this exciting and dramatic ancient narrative that is so often misunderstood. You can get the book now on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. Check it out. CMF Curo is a Catholic health care ministry providing families nationwide with a better solution centered around whole health, spirit, mind, and body. Our members share their medical burdens within a faith-filled community. At CMF Curo, our members have access to a spiritual director, concierge services, and other health and spiritual resources. Find out if CMF Curo is a better solution for your family. Visit MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today on More to Life, the show is titled Solving for X, as we search for solutions to those problems in your life or relationships where you're feeling a little stuck, confused, or not sure what to do. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. We'll help you find those next steps. Joining us right now, Bill Donahue from the Theology of the Body Institute. Hey, Bill. Welcome to More to Life. Good morning to you both. Thanks for having me. Well, you wanted to share some insights that St. John Paul has to offer about those times when we feel a little stuck in the face of a problem in our life or relationships. Mm, yes, yes. Um, and getting stuck is never fun, friends. Right? It's never fun. <laughs> we can have an immediate response of like, I gotta, I gotta move this thing. I gotta get going here. I got I shouldn't be in this funk or I shouldn't be uh, behind this obstacle. There's a great poem that JP2 wrote. Uh, there's a fragment of it called The Stream. And I, I just wanted to bring it up because for me, it's it's his way of looking at problems and obstacles. Uh, he He's basically before this mountain stream, and we knew what a nature lover he was, right? 
he's asking the question about you know, what are you saying to me mountain stream where in which place do we meet do you meet me who is also passing just like you so his pondering creation is a lesson for me you know there's moments when i've been out in the wild and, and hiking and moving i see moments when a stream is there's all sorts of sticks or logs or bracken that's caught up in a pool and the water tends to get a little foamy or stagnant and I love to break that up sometimes. I'll get a stick, a wa- use my walking stick, and I'll poke just the right spot. And it's not much effort, but you just you see where to do it. And then suddenly the water flows, the mountain stream moves it, and there's this overflow. And to me, John Paul is kind of this, he's inviting us into that. Like with the Lord, where, where does the Lord want you to put this? You know, what does he want you to do? And his water, his stream will flow. We just had to be quiet and attentive to see where exactly I can make a small adjustment sometimes, and that makes all the difference. Yeah. So instead of looking at the block, really bringing that block to God and saying, "Okay, Lord, you know, wh- wh- what, you know, where do I, where do I, where do I poke this? <laughs> uh, how do, yeah. how do I, how do I prod this problem in just the right way to let the whole thing kind of fall in on itself?" And it's, it's almost like the, the wall of Jericho falling down. Um, you know, mm. when we, when we let God work through us, you know, in that, in that kind of mysterious way. You know, it might seem like there's no way for us to break through this barrier, but God has a plan. And if we do the crazy thing he asks us to do, then all of a sudden it falls into place. Yeah, and the thing is that the, the stream is the Lord's, the movement is the Lord's, the victory is the Lord's. So we can rest in the fact that he is this ever-gushing torrent of beauty. As a, a friend of John Paul II, Stanislav um, Griegel says, he's a torrent of beauty and he wants us to be refreshed. He wants us to be led to the sea of his love. So it's not all our effort. We, 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 we collaborate, we work with, but we can be confident in the fact that his love is eternal and his love is, is moving us. He's guiding us. We don't have to create it or jumpstart it. He's always loving us. Bill, thank you so much for being with us today. And if folks would like to learn more about the good work you guys do at the Theology of the Body Institute, where can they turn? Yes, jump on tobinstitute.org, and we'd love to have you for one of our courses. tobinstitute.org. Bill, again, thanks for being with us. And folks, we are taking your calls at 877-573-7825. You know, whether you're dealing with a problem in your life or your relationships, those problems can seem very different, but the one thing they all have in common is that sense that we get un- that we get blocked sometimes. We don't know what to do. We feel confused frustrated we just sort of want to throw our hands up in the air and walk away and and disgust or irritation if you're dealing with something like that in your life for your relationships let us help you get unblocked let us help you discover the small things god is asking you to do to let that stream flow again 877-573-7825 more to life will continue with your calls right after this catholic connection with Teresa tomio I often have people ask me, aren't you scared when you talk about the issues such as abortion or uh, all the different ideologies, especially the gender ideology? I say, I'm scared of what I don't say if I'm not using this platform that God gave me wisely and well. If I'm not sharing information with people, if I'm not sharing the truth of the Catholic faith, I'm going to be held accountable, as is any one of us who has a platform. And we all have a platform. The sizes and the extent are different. But every single person, especially if you have a computer and if you have a Facebook page or a Twitter account, you have a platform. 
And so we're all responsible to evangelize. And we may be fearful, but we move through that fear with trust that God is with us. He tells us he will give us the words. Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. The format of the Eucharistic celebration in the Catholic Church has remained virtually the same for almost 2,000 years. Around 155 A.D., St. Justin Martyr explained the Mass to the pagan emperor Antonius Pius in this way. On the day of the sun, he told Pius, Christians gather in the same place. The memoirs of the apostles and the writings of the prophets are read. When the readings are finished, the presider admonishes and challenges those gathered to imitate the beautiful things just read. The homily is followed by prayers of petition for those gathered and for all others. The kiss is exchanged. Then the presider is presented with offerings of water and wine and the bread over which he prays extensively. When the prayers are concluded, the deacons give to those present the consecrated bread and wine. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. Hi there, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Imagine being married to someone who regularly goes out of their way to make your life easier and more pleasant. Someone who's willing to make little sacrifices just to see a smile. It's as if this person said, I do to the marriage, not just on your wedding day, but every day. Relationship experts call these qualities emotional rapport and benevolence. Research by the Gottman Institute found that healthy couples maintain a 20 to 1 ratio of these sorts of positive interactions when they're not in conflict. Can you imagine how that might affect a marriage? According to Gottman, couples with high levels of emotional support and benevolence are more likely to give one another the benefit of the doubt when one of them accidentally offends the other. Such couples are better at avoiding conflict and handling it more gracefully when it occurs. High levels of benevolence lead to greater trust, too, and that in turn leads to greater intimacy and sharing. Thankfully, even couples who don't have high levels of benevolence and emotional rapport can cultivate it. It all starts with finding those little ways of saying, I do, every day. Get more tips for building a strong marriage in my book, For Better Forever, A Catholic Guide to Lifelong Marriage, or for more personal support, visit catholiccounselors.com. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today our show is titled Solving for X, as we talk about finding answers to those problems in your life or relationships that cause you to feel frustrated, maybe a little stuck or blocked or irritated because you're just not quite sure what to do or what to do next. If you've got something like that going on in your life or relationships, let us help you get unblocked and discover the grace-filled answers you're looking for. The number to call, 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Or if you're listening to the More to Life podcast, shoot us your questions via email at questions at moretoliferadio.com. Before we take our next call, we want to send out congratulations to another member of the EWTN radio family. WGIC 94.9 in Clarksville, Tennessee is celebrating seven years with us this week. Woohoo! Congratulations to Deacon Dominic Azara and his great team at Immaculate, Immaculate 
Conception Parish from all your friends here at EWTN. Beautiful. And listeners, wherever you're tuning into EWTN Radio, make sure you're supporting your local EWTN Catholic Radio station, certainly with your prayers, but also with your dollars, because we want to keep Catholic Radio going strong for decades to come so we can keep supporting you in living a more joyful and abundant life. Thanks again to uh, Deacon Azara at Immaculate Conception Parish for your good work to promote the gospel through EWTN Catholic Radio. With that, let's go to our phones. Lisa, who's up next? Well, let's talk with Carol, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Tennessee. Hey, Carol. Welcome to More to Life. What can we do for you? Hello. How are you this morning? Good, thank you. What can we do for you today, Carol? Yes. uh, I have a 23-year-old son who has been depressed for about half his life. And we've tried therapy with him. We've tried different things. He's currently employed and we're um, going to school. But he talks about how much he hates both of them. And he feels like that he just can't move on and that he's always going to have to live with us. And we're kind of all stuck at this point. So, so just so I understand, the, the kind of when you say you've done therapy with him, has have you gone like for family therapy, or has it been for him, or what what, what kind of work did he do? He did go to a therapist. He was going about once a week, and then we did have a couple of family sessions. Just a couple of family didn't sessions. Really, right. He did not really care for that. So. We didn't, didn't care for continue. what the family sessions or the or the individual sessions. The family sessions. Okay. The reason we're asking that is that that um, you know you're saying your son live, lives with you, right? That's correct. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, it's it's impossible for for me to say this for sure, but you, when I see this dynamic, um, and especially when you say that this is something that he's been dealing with for half his life. So he's 23 now, so that, that implies that he's been dealing with this at least since he was 12 or so. Mm-hmm. That, that um, the, de- the, what the, the, the depressed kid, and I know realize he's an adult now, the, the, the depressed kid is usually a symptom carrier for issues that are going on in the larger family. Um, and and I, again, I don't know that for sure, but especially, again, if, if you were saying this was something that just kind of hit him now, as, as, as a 23-year-old, that might make it would make more sense to me that this was more of an individual concern. But when you have a, a kid who's failing to launch, who has had a, a problem with depression for years and years and years, um, you know, since you know, 12 years old or so, 13 years old, um, th- that's almost always implying that I can't leave until I feel like the family stuff has been resolved. And, you know, when you say he, he didn't like those couple of family sessions, you know, um, I'm not surprised because uh, it's scary to deal with all that stuff. But my sense is that there's something going on either in his relationship with you or his dad or in his concerns of what would happen to the family if he left um, that are really under, under, uh, underneath the present concerns that he's got with launching because this isn't just you know i didn't find the right major or i don't like my job it's i you know it's you told our screener that he thinks that nothing will ever get any better uh, and he's been dealing with this for you know 12 years or so and so my, my sense is that this is something that if you want him to get better you're going to have to commit to going together to to counseling at this point because he won't go on his own and I think that it's important to just say to him, look, I love you too much to let you stay in this place. And I understand that you don't have the motivation to do it on your own. And I understand that you don't want us to come. 
but we're all going to go. We're all going to work together to figure out how we can help you, at the very least, and, and what maybe we need to change in ourselves so that you can feel comfortable leaving us and getting on and launching with your life, because we are committed to doing whatever we can to help you get unstuck and start moving forward. So let's go find, and, and by the way, Carol, it's going to be really important to find somebody who is trained in, in family therapy, not just an individual therapist who, who sometimes sees families. Uh, because it's a very, very different course of training, right? Uh, and if and you want to work with somebody who uh, is, is trained in systems theory in particular, systems theory is a particular type of family therapy that um, teaches each person how they can make differences in the relationships in the household, even if they're the only one working on it. Because it, what it does is it, it sort of looks at... Um, you know, how, how families are a system that if you change one part of it, the other rest of it has to change in response. And so if everybody's making positive changes, well, then great. But even if only one or two people are doing it, then you can start creating bigger changes, not just in the family, but in the feelings that exist in the household. So again, I'm not saying that, that, the, that it's your fault this is happening, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, but I'm saying that this is, this is an opportunity for the family to work together to identify how best to support him, what changes need to be happening in the household, wh how, you know, when do you, what boundaries do you need to set? Because there are some times where we try to support our kids who are having a hard time launching, and we end up just enabling them, mm -hmm. you know? One of the boundaries is, hey, we're all going together. You know, that, you, we often think of boundaries as like the big no. No, you can't live here anymore. No, you can't do this. Oftentimes, it's the big yes. Yes, we will fully support you. We are going to go to therapy together. We're going to work through this and figure out a good structure to support you with and really help you on your way. You know, he's 23, and a lot of people go, oh, 23 is an adult. That's barely an adult, especially when you've been dealing with the kinds of stressors he's been dealing with. For as long life. as he has. For as long as he has. He's a very young adult. He's somebody who does want to be launching, but is just in a place of frustration with all of what he perceives as his options and his capabilities. And it's absolutely not just fine, but wonderful for the family to come alongside of him and enter into therapy with him. And a lot of that therapy is going to be solution focused. Okay, what can we do to get you lined up with the life you really want to have? Again, if you were telling me that this was something that came out in the last six months to a year, um, then I would say to you, this is more of an individual problem. But when you're when you're describing something that's been hanging around since he was, you know, early teens, preteen, um, and, and uh, you know that this is affecting kind of his whole life, not just one part of his life. That this is saying to me that there's there's family stuff or or relationship stuff within you know the family between him and either you or your your husband uh, or, or other issues there that, that that need to be resolved before he can comfortably launch. And, he and there's a part of him that, that's intentionally holding back his launching uh, because he wants to be able to deal with those things before he goes. Carol, thank you so much for the call. If there's more we can do to support you and you're looking for grace-filled ways to respond to all of this, don't hesitate to reach out to us at the Pastoral Solutions Institute's Pastoral Telecounseling Practice at CatholicCounselors.com. We are taking your calls, listeners, at 877-573-7825. Today's show is titled Solving for X as we talk about how to identify those next steps when you're facing a problem that's frustrating you, irritating you, you're confused about, not sure what to do. You know, whether it's a relationship problem or a personal struggle, if you're feeling like you've tried lots of things and they haven't worked out or you just don't know what to try, we are here to help. Again, that number is 877-573-7825. And I just want to um, build on something that Bill Donahue was saying in his segment. You know, um, when we... When I talk to people in the counseling practice about, you know, cooperating with God's grace, 
um, they often will say, well, you know, if I have to do all the work, then how come I have to pray? <laughs> fair, fair question. And you don't have to do all the work. It's not really that at all. But, but here's what it is. You know, Bill used the analogy of a, of a stream being dammed up. The way I like to look at it is, imagine that you are, you know, walking along the road and all of a sudden you run into a wall. And it's a giant wall. It's this huge brick wall. You can't go over it. And it even goes down into the ground. You can't go under it. You can't go around it. There's just this Going wall. on a bear facing, hunt. There's right? the wall, yeah. Um, and you can't figure out how to break through. So you pray. And as you're praying, God shines this powerful light on the other side of the wall. And you may think, well, that's silly. I mean, how, how will the light get through? Ah, but, but, but it's such a powerful light that there are certain parts of the wall that are, li- that are a little weaker, that there are cracks in, where the concrete is a little thinner where the bricks are a little worn away and the light shines through and it starts showing you that if you dig there and you pull out that brick the whole wall will fall down and that's that's how praying about these things bringing them to god and really reflecting prayerfully on what does god want us to do next that's how it works so it's not just god take the wall away we can certainly pray that there's nothing wrong with that but but if the wall doesn't go away magically then lord show me what brick to pull show me where i need to work what's the next small thing i can do to take this wall down and he will shine that light on the other side of the wall that'll show us where to do the work and that opens up all kinds of new opportunities we are taking your calls at 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five about those challenges that you might be facing in your life or relationships, and you're looking for those grace-filled answers. Let's talk about how to solve for X in your life. And as we head out to our break, it's time for our scripture of the day, which comes to us from Isaiah chapter forty-one, verse ten. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. God's reminder that he is always with us, he is always working for our good, and that he is always there to, for, for us to bring things to him and ask him to teach us how to respond more effectively to the challenges we're facing. Let us help you do that exactly in all of the challenges you're facing in your life or relationships. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. We'll be back with more of your questions coming up after this break. Stick around. There was no single event. It was more gradual. You know, eventually you just don't go one Sunday and then you don't go two Sundays in a row. Then went through a divorce and um, ended up being a single parent. If I didn't have church or God, I, I, I would be back at that lonely stage, that trouble stage. Whenever you get anxious and worry about things, you just know that Jesus has it under control. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for any reason, visit catholicscomehome.org. It's been nine presidential elections that I've been on the air, and I've been watching Christians engage the culture around us. In almost every campaign year, candidates urge us to take back America. This is about as tired a phrase as you can find. And yet, with each election, the command to take back America reappears. We seem to think that America's problem that we have to correct is go back to a different idea of the budget or a different foreign policy or new regulatory reform. I'd argue that America's biggest problem is this act of idolatry that has allowed us to turn the emphasis on ordered liberty 
into a preoccupation with personal and individual autonomy. I'd go further and say that any attempt to take back America or make America great again that does not attack the idolatry of individual autonomy is doomed to failure. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN Radio. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual fund. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today's show is titled Solving for X, as we talk about finding solutions to those challenges in your life or relationships that you're not quite sure what to do about. If you're kind of scratching your head, feeling a little frustrated or stuck, we want to help you get unblocked today on More to Life so you can discover those grace-filled answers you're looking for. Give us a call at 877 573-7825. Let's talk now with Scott, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Louisiana on Catholic Community Radio, who would like to share his experience with our last caller, Carol. Hey, Scott, welcome to More to Life. What can we do for you? Uh, hello. Um, I just wanted to mention something. I was listening to the uh, lady talking about her son with depression. Yes. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I had situations in my life. I'm an older man. I mean, I'm older than him, the son. But, uh, you know, my upbringing was kind of unusual. And then, you know, the marriage and then, you know, loss of a family member and all kind of piled up. And um, I had I depression so bad that certain family members were noticing it. And um, I finally, because of being influenced by them, I went to seek therapy. Mm-hmm. And the... Um, the uh, therapist he recommended he said get your weapons out of your house that's how bad it was which he didn't have to do i'm not going to do something like that but i embraced my faith which is the best thing you can do and by embracing my faith people came out of the woodworks out of nowhere people i didn't even know it was fabulous but one thing i never hear people talk about now i always did exercise but when this was hitting me real quick i don't know if it's inspiration from god but God said, go kill it at the gym. And I would really intensify my exercise. And it's amazing mm-hmm. how endorphins help yeah. you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, exercise that is, is an absolutely important part. proven. And, and I, I love you. You're giving so many components that are all part of that same thing we were talking about with Carol that really matters. So thank you for the witness of, of what you've gone through. That matters so much, and I'm sure it's mattering to Carol and her family right now a lot and to other listeners. And I really am so grateful to hear that you're doing so much better. You know, the, the reason I didn't start there with Carol was because she was describing a situation with, with a person who didn't feel like anything would make any difference. Uh, and, and so the challenge is how do you get somebody like that to be motivated to do anything? Uh, go to therapy, exercise, go to church, do anything. And the only way to motivate somebody to do anything who's in that place is to do it with them. 
is to come alongside of them and say, let's let's do this together. And isn't that what Jesus did for all of us? He comes alongside of us all through Scripture, came alongside of us and taught us how to be different. And like you described, you know, you were so depressed, you you did go to a counselor, and the counselor did give you direction, and that, you know, and through that counseling, you discovered your faith again, and you discovered, you know, the power of exercise, and, and we're able to and kind of put... faith, yeah, and, and getting a community of faith, all of those things started to fall into Right, so I wanted to kind of focus on the foundational thing that they could come alongside him with that would hopefully open the doors to other things like what you're suggesting here, Scott, but I'm so grateful that you shared your witness that God has worked so powerfully in you to help you find lots of different resources to help you come against the depression that you've been experiencing. And I think it's a powerful witness to all of our listeners that, you know, not, not just to settle for these things, that, that little things can make a difference. And when we do those things, we get better. And so if you're struggling with depression or any other kind of mental or spiritual problem, don't just think that this is the way it has to be for you. All of our listeners you're talking to, yeah. There are things you can do to make that change. Get the help today that will encourage you to find those answers that will help you make little steps toward recovery. Scott, thank you so much. So much, Scott. And, and, you know, one of the things that is really beautiful here is that Scott was able to take the initiative himself, even though he said he had a difficult family background, right? And then God provided a faith community that sort of became that family to support him. But if you are part of a family system the way Carol and her son and their family are, be that. Be that support and get into that therapy together so you can know what to do to help that person. It's so important. All right. With that, let's go to Andros, who's listening to EW10 Radio in Illinois. Andros, welcome to More to Life. Hey, how are you doing today? Good morning. Good morning. What can we do for you? Yes, yeah, so, you know, I, I just tuned in to you guys right now, maybe about 20 minutes ago, and, and I really like what you guys were talking about. And right now I find myself in a predicament where I'm kind of confused on, on how to, like, handle life, I guess. Um, you know, I, I like to socially drink here and there, and it looks like it's just causing a lot of problems in my life. And as much as I want to stop doing that or, you know, trying to find an outlet instead of facing my problems, it just seems that it down at the end of the road i just end up picking up where i left off so it's like mm. i move and uh steps forward and then i find myself taking 20 back because what, I, what I have you tried to do to, to address it you know i i tried reading more i tried exercising more i, I try to find myself like in a, in a better schedule but it just seems that like every so yeah. often i just have this urge of going <laughs> out and, and doing something and not really yeah. dealing with my emotions i guess that's the main All right. Thought. Well, well. So, so you know, I think you know. So, thank you for for having the humility to make that call and and for being willing to listen to that prompting of the Holy Spirit to reach out. You know, I, I want to challenge it just a little bit um, because you're saying you know, you have a problem with social drinking, but at the point where it's causing the kinds of problems that you're describing, you told our screener that it upsets your girlfriend. You feel like you're letting people down. Um, it's not social drinking anymore. It actually is problem drinking. And and you might not say you, you might not feel like you're addicted. You might not feel like you're an alcoholic, but you are struggling with with problem drinking and in fact an alcohol dependency now what, what, what's what does that mean what it what it means is like you're saying i have i go through a time where i'm having really big feelings that i don't know what to do about so i turn to drinking to help me deal with that that's not an addiction per se but it is dependency and it does cause problems and so so that's why you're not going to be able to just beat it on your own you're going to need to get new skills and you're going to need to get a community supporting you and i know you're going to hate me suggesting this but that's why you're going to need to start going to aa meetings and you're going to say i'm not an alcoholic i don't need to go to aa meetings but yeah that, that's where you get the community and the support that you need to handle alcohol dependency 
even if it isn't an addiction, where your body craves the That's the difference. With an addict, the, the body craves the alcohol. You're not at that point. You could get there, but you're not there yet. You, what, what you're at the point where your mind craves the alcohol. Your mind gets to the place where you say, I don't know how to deal with these feelings. I don't know how to deal with these problems. I'm just going to go out and, and, you know, and, have a, and let loose, right, and try to blow off some Feel steam. Feel better for a night or a few hours or a weekend. It looks like a fast Solution, and then you end up doing things that, that upset your girlfriend, that that make you that cause your goals to be frustrated, as you were saying. It to makes you screener. feel less of yourself and less effective. And that is alcohol dependency. And and once you get to that stage of things, it's beyond social drinking, and it's not just something you can beat on your own. You need a community to support you. You need new skills to to deal with the feelings that you've got. So my encouragement to you would be to seek good local individual counseling that will help you learn to deal with those feelings. Uh, a good cognitive behavioral therapist is the kind of person you want to be working with, somebody who can help you really identify those feelings and, and talk through them and process those emotions in a healthier way. Um, you also want to be going to regular meetings. Uh, and again, I know you're going to hate it, but but you got to do it because otherwise you're going to keep in this cycle. You, you're at the point where your body may not crave the alcohol, but your mind does. And once you get there, you're hooked and you can't beat it on your own. So you need that community of support around you. You need to sponsor to call in those days when you're saying, I'm, I just, I'm having one of those times where I just want to go out and, you know, and, and just blow off some steam. And they're going to help you, you know, kind of find other ways to deal with it. You need those kinds of resources if you're serious about uh, getting over the problem drinking that you're encountering. And I have to say, Andres, for you to tune in today, 20 minutes ago, and say, okay, I think I need to call in. Listen to that, please. That was God saying, hey, I'm here for you. I want to help you through this. You're worth so much more than this. I have so much to give you in your life. We just need to get this coping mechanism out of the way so you can have a fuller, more abundant, love-filled life. Love from other people love from God and love from your from yourself that you can truly love yourself well so please this was not an accident that you happened to tune in God loves you Andros and, and he wants you to be healthy and whole and healed and uh, you know in, but in order to do that we have to be humble enough to accept that we need help and so this is an invitation I think uh, from the Holy Spirit to say you know uh, he wants to heal you but you need to be willing to accept that help I'm going to encourage you to reach out to the local AA group you can find that online, um, and also to to reach a good therapist that can help you start dealing with these feelings more effectively as well. Andros, thank you so much for the call. We've added you to our More to Life prayer list. And if there's more that we can do to support you uh, in finding grace-filled resources to, to challenge all of this, you can reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com. And folks, as we're wrapping up in the last, say, 30 seconds or, show, uh, or so of the show, I just want to remind you, you know, that if you're facing a challenge, and you're feeling stuck, or you're feeling frustrated, or you're feeling like, ah, you know, I've done everything. When, when people say they've done everything, what they mean is they've done everything they know how to do. And that's, that's fine. You know, good, good for you for trying all the things you know how to do. But that doesn't mean that those are all the things that can be done. And God knows the solutions to the problem that you're seeking. Sometimes, though, we have to be humble enough to say, I need some help. I need some new skills. I need some new resources. I need some new insights. And that's when we reach out to somebody who can give us that help. And if you'd like to learn more about how we can support you in finding those answers to those frustrating relationship or personal or emotional or spiritual struggles, don't hesitate to reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com, where you can work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your life, your marriage, your relationships, and help you start living a more joyful and abundant life in every area. Learn more at catholiccounselors.com. 
and let us help you live the life that God has in his in his grace for you. Thanks so much for tuning in today. And remember, get out there and start living the life God has for you because with his grace, there really is so much more to life. Have a blessed day. listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.